Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. This is a trusted place for you and your family. If you have a question, as always, you can visit our website online at SeniorCareLive, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can also call us at 1-800-331-6445. All right, so here we are, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, and, and in fact, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I know that this Thanksgiving... Uh, may look different than Thanksgivings in the past. Uh, probably does and probably should look different. Uh, we need to be very, very cautious with this virus because the most vulnerable among us are over 65 and with some underlying health issues that may make this COVID-19 uh, even, you know, more more devastating more dangerous for for someone like that who is you know a little bit older with some other health issues so so we have to we have to be careful a lot of a lot of families right now and and this is i think this is just so terrible frankly we have a lot of families not spending thanksgiving together but you know what i mean we have to do what we have to do and a lot of people are still spending thanksgiving together but they're taking some major precautions so, you know, we just had, uh, you know, my mom and my brother over to our house and, uh, and and we made some alterations. We didn't go, you know, totally crazy, uh, but, you know, they, they came to our home. And so we didn't linger and hang out around the house for hours like we probably would have in you know most other years so so they came in you know right before dinner was ready and we enjoyed a nice meal together my mom said you know a little further apart so we were just you know we we had a little modification there it was still great we were all together we all got to say uh, what we were thankful for and we all got to say our our prayer before our dinner and uh, and of course everything was delicious and incredible uh, and then and then we hung out just for a little bit and chatted, then we had some pie, and then they went home. 
And so, uh, you know, that that was a modification from what we would normally do. Normally, you know, we would be together for quite a bit longer than that. And my mom wouldn't sit just a little further away, but she was happy too. And it, it, we were just happy that we could get together. So, uh, so whatever your Thanksgiving looks like, even if it's a little bit modified or away from your family, I just wanted to say th- this is one of my this is my second favorite holiday of the entire year. I love Thanksgiving, and unfortunately. It seems to be kind of skipped over <laughs> in favor of Christmas, which is my my most favorite holiday of the entire year. But let's not ever forget Thanksgiving and maybe share you know some of the things that we are thankful for with family and friends. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving to all of you listening to you and your family, and uh, and I, I hope regardless of what it looked like. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving holiday celebration. All right, so this is the time of year where families get together. And families, uh, you know, you may not be together very often throughout the year. A lot of times family, you know, you'll have children or we're scattered all around the country, right? Not everyone, but a lot of families are scattered, so they'll get together And they might only see each other in person once a year. Maybe they talk by phone or they Zoom or FaceTime or whatever throughout the year. But that's different than being live and in person. So it's very, very common to have families get together for the holidays. And then they're making some realizations. They're like, oh, boy, dad's pretty unsteady on his feet. We're really concerned. He's living here alone. Uh, He has had a few falls, and he has suggested that he might need a little bit of help around the house. We we really need to take this seriously. We need to talk about it. We did not realize that he was not doing that well. We couldn't really tell that over the phone, but now we can see that. He's having issues with the stairs. We're just scared to pieces that he might fall down the stairs, getting down to the to the laundry room on the lower level, et cetera, et cetera. You, you, am, I, am I painting the picture? <laughs> right? So there is very common concerns and issues around many, many homes. So we need to talk about maybe moving dad to a house or an apartment that is all on one floor and just take these stairs out of the equation. Or maybe if you don't want to move, maybe we should consider having a stair lift installed in our home. Then that makes navigating the stairs a piece of cake. You sit down on this little chair, you push the button, and it just goes right and it goes up or down the track, takes you to where you want. And uh, that is a very affordable way to not move, but yet make navigating the stairs very, very easy and simple and safe. And and these things don't cost very much money. You could even rent them if you'd like to. Okay, so if it's a, or maybe you need to consider bringing in a home care provider to help dad around the house maybe a couple of times a week. Okay, so these realizations and then these conversations take place over the holidays. And then it may be something a lot higher level and maybe a lot more dramatic. I had one of my clients said, you know, she lived in Denver. Her mother lived here in the Prairie Village area. And she said, I cooked 
or I baked cookies with my mom every single year before Christmas. We had done this for literally decades. And she said, I, I knew my mom was slipping a little bit, but I, I was just, but I, I wasn't too concerned about it. I came home for Christmas, like I always do. And we got out all the stuff. And just like we always do, I handed my mom the measuring cup and I said, Mom, I need a cup of sugar. And then the late, my, my client, she, she turned around. She was getting some stuff ready to go. And she turned around and looked at her mother. And her mother had the measuring cup in her hand. And she was just staring at it. Turning it upside down and looking at it and moving it around. And then my client said, this chill went all the way down my spine. And at that very moment, I realized that my mother had no idea what to do with that measuring cup. But yet they had made cookies together for decades every Christmas. So she kind of gathered herself and she reminded her mom, remember, we just need a scoop of sugar here. Oh, okay. All right. And then, so and kind of got her back on track, but she said that was a gigantic eye-opening experience right there. And, and again, she knew her mom was slipping a little bit, but she had no idea it was to that level because she wasn't there in person. So, uh, so at, at that point, she knew her mother was not safe living home alone for all kinds of reasons with, uh, with dementia or, or cognitive impairment starting to really become present and known. So we ended up uh, finding a great place for her mother. We didn't worry about it until after the holidays. And, uh, and we were able to you know, help her with that transition, move into a fantastic place at the assisted living level of care. And then she was able to then live there and age in place and then transition to long-term care many years later. Now, this, this, we did all this. She was one of my first clients like 17 years ago, long time ago. And so she was able to age in place and transition to long-term care when she needed a lot more help. And this, that just worked out well for her. But the whole point is, Families come home for the holidays, they are in person, and then sometimes, not always, but sometimes we'll have this realization of, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that this, or I didn't realize that that, and, and it could be this, this, a minor issue, it could be a major concern, but then families get together and then families talk about these things and then families make plans. And then families, unless it's some sort of a crisis or emergency, family, what, what do we do? What do we do around the holidays? We put stuff off, <laughs> right? And it's just, it's just a natural human nature kind of a thing. Well, you know, I was so busy around the holidays. Don't want to really make any huge decisions. And it, why, don't, why don't we just, uh, why don't we talk about it, but then why don't we maybe take action, you know, maybe after the holidays. Let's get through the holidays, uh, and, then, and then we'll talk about it. We'll do something about it. So 
we human beings, <laughs> we always do this. <laughs> hey, and I, I've done it too. And I think you have to at least once we kick the can down the road, we get through the holidays and then we'll deal with whatever it is that we need to deal. So, uh, so that is one of the primary reasons of uh, that, that peak demand that happens. Uh, and, and so you have this newly realized pent up delayed demand that's going to kick in after the holidays and, and, Coming up next, I will further explain what will amplify that demand. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. The highest demand for all senior care is in A, January, B, February, C, December, or D, January and February. The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super simple. Go to SeniorCareLive.com, or you could also stream it through the app Radio.com. But of course, I always prefer that you listen to this radio station and listen to it live if you can. And you know, and sometimes... You can't do that, so feel free to stream the program to any electronic device that you may have. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. The highest demand for all senior care is in A, January, B, February, C, December, or D, January and February. And the answer is... D. The answer is D. It is in January and in February. And so we talked about part of that increased demand was families coming together for Thanksgiving, Christmas, end of the year, etc., getting back together. Although this year that that's going to look a lot different for most of us, and that's okay, but it's still going to happen. You have these realizations and you think, oh my goodness, we need to do something. Let's Worry about that after the first, okay? And so that is a huge part of the equation. The other part of the equation is in January, what do we normally have every single year? We have the flu. We have pneumonia. We're, we're falling on the ice and breaking our hips or our arms. We're having fractures because of it, and it's all you know, weather-related, so because of that, you have a natural increase in demand, and then you add that with this newly realized, pent-up, delayed demand, and boom, you can set your clock to this every single year, year in and year out, and January and February are the highest demand for absolutely every bit of senior care whether that's hiring a home care service to come into your home and help out around the house, uh, 
whether that's moving to independent living or more specifically assisted living or long-term care. You may need memory care. You may want to move to an all of the above in a continuing care retirement community where all of the major or primary levels of care are connected together either under one roof or in a campus type of a setting. So all of these places, you can expect waiting lists. And, uh, you know, it usually doesn't happen on January the 2nd, although I'm sure some families are looking on January the 2nd. Usually, you know, kind of what happens? We kind of get through the first, then we get through the second, and we kind of finish up the week, and then we're like, okay, we're kind of waking up, and and we're coming out of the holiday uh, kind of uh, zone, if you will, and now we're kind of getting back to the reality. We're getting back to our rhythm of our days, et cetera, et cetera. So it usually takes till about maybe January the 10th, 12th, right in there. And because I am so keenly tuned in to this, I can just about feel the ground shaking with all these people literally flooding into the market. So, you know, we have, you know, hundreds of families, thousands of people calling, stopping by, you know, checking out, you know, places on the internet, et cetera, et cetera. And then trying to make some plans. And then they find out, oh, you're full. Okay, well, can we get our name on the wait list? Sure. Yeah, we get your name on the wait list. And you're the fourth person on the wait list. And if you're later, maybe late January, February, you're the 24th person on the wait list. And I'm not exaggerating that. Some places that will actually happen. And guess what? The better places that will absolutely happen because they're in high demand anyway, because it's a great place. So, so you have those two things happening in every single year. Again, D was the answer, January and February. You, you can absolutely bet on that. You can count on it. And so that's why I encourage all of our clients through my firm, Senior Care Consulting, to get a jump on this, even if you're not going to move until after the first or maybe even sometime during the spring. I'm working with a really nice family and they, they're wanting to, you know, their goal is to move around March. Well, they're not going to wait for a little while longer to be 24th on the list. We're doing our research now. We're making decisions now and they're getting their name on two or three places on the wait list. And then by the time they're ready to move, this is going to work out just beautifully for them because they're being smart and they're being proactive. Now, what else I wonder what else is going on right now in our country, in our world? Okay, well, obviously, COVID-19. That has literally changed every single thing. And it has caused quite a heck of a mess. I mean, a heck of a mess. It's hard to find staffing. If someone is positive, they have to leave the premises for 14 days or leave their employer for 14 days. Now you're short. You have to hire temps to come in to help out. Um, it's, I mean, and, and obviously it's possible for a positive staff person to unknowingly bring the virus into the building. And now all of a sudden 
you have residents, again, who are generally over 65 with some other health issues, and now they're at very high risk for hospitalization and even death. So, I mean, this is a terrible situation. And most of these places, especially in long-term care, especially in the nursing homes, they've had to take a certain number of their rooms and designate them as private COVID rooms for isolation. And they have to take this these rooms out of their inventory, which decreases their capacity of how many individuals they can provide care for. And then when a resident moves in, first of all, generally speaking, you have to have a negative COVID test within maybe 24 to 72 hours of moving in. And then when you come into the building, you don't go to your room or your apartment you'll go into one of these private rooms that is designated as COVID isolation. And they'll bring everything to you, including activities, meals, uh, prayer, et cetera, et cetera. They'll, and and you're, you're isolated in that room for 14 days. Then you get another COVID test. And then assuming that that comes up negative, then at that point, you will move to your your apartment or your room in the building, and that would be your uh, long-term placement within that facility. So because of all of that, we have these terrible wait lists because of this increased demand that happens naturally every year, plus COVID has doubled or tripled that. And so the message is this year, the wait list and the demand will be historic and and, and historic all-time high. There's no doubt about it. I'm already seeing this, and we're not even into December yet. So I am practically begging everyone, whether you use senior care consulting or not, do not delay. You have to do something, and you have to do it now. Well, Steve, but, you know, Christmas is coming up. We just got, I mean, get off my case. You know, No, no, no. You have to do something right now. I promise you, you'll thank me for that later, <laughs> right? So I'm going to have so much more coming up next. Stay with me. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out all of our podcasts of all of the recent episodes, again, at SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so I was talking to a really, really nice lady this past weekend and uh, or not not excuse me not this past weekend it was actually this past week kind of middle of the week and uh, and she was asking uh, you know about a a reference to a, you know a particular type of a service and so uh, I was able to provide a recommendation there and and hopefully that all works out but uh, in the meantime she was contacted by a company I won't name the company but 
she said, you know, what do you think about that company? Should I go with it? And I said, well, ma'am, you know, that's uh, totally your decision. But do you realize that that's one of these free referral services that I've talked about on the radio before? And by the way, she is an avid Senior Care Live listener. And she goes, oh, yeah, I, I remember you talking about that. Uh, that's one of the companies that they get those kickbacks, right? They get paid by the places they recommend. I said, that is exactly right. And that particular company that you spoke with, that's how they work. And so we just did a brief review, and I'll do a brief review here for our listeners as well. But these companies go out to uh, home care providers, independent living facilities, assisted living facilities, and long-term care facilities. And they say, boy, do we have a deal for you. We're really good at marketing and, and drumming up, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, leads, if you will. And so what we'll do is if you'll sign here on the bottom line, we will send you these leads. And then you have to follow up with the leads. And if you're able to convince them to go with your service, then we need to be paid for our marketing, our sales and marketing efforts. So you'll pay us. And, you know, as I've talked, to, and I'm not going to go in terribly in depth into this, but I mean, it could be, you know, thousands or several thousands of dollars uh, for, you know, for that, for that referral. And so we just had a quick review about how this stuff works. And she goes, oh, yeah. So if I go with one of the places that this particular referral service recommends, then they're going to get paid all this money. I said, yes, that's exactly how it works. And she said, you know, I've heard you talk about this on the radio, but now this makes it very personal because I'm calling about my family. And I don't think I like that idea. She said, where's the objectivity? I said, exactly. I said, do you think that they rec they uh, they represent every single service and every single facility in the area or just the very few willing to pay them for their sales and marketing services? And she goes, oh, no, I'm sure it's just a few. I said, exactly. So how objective is it? Is it really the best place for your family or is it just one on their list that they're going to get thousands of dollars hoping you pick one of their places? I said, is that in your best interest or is it in theirs? And she goes, okay, well, when I get the information, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it away. I, I'm not interested in that. Uh, that's not really in my best interest. And thanks for pointing that out. So I thought, you know, maybe we should just do a very quick review uh, about, you know, these services. And then how can you tell? I want to ask, ask the question, how can you tell if a referral service actually works like this? How, how can you tell if a company, you know, XYZ, and there's a whole bunch of them out there now. They're all, you know, out there trying to get rich on this uh, this pay-to-play scheme that they have, but they're, you know, how do you know they work like that? So I'm going to make this 
incredibly simple for you and, and anyone listening. All you have to do is look for one tiny word. And you know what that word is? That word is free. F-R-E-E. Free. Well, well, Steve, I mean, I, I don't know if that, if this one particular place that, that I contacted and, you know, that, that gentleman or the lady I spoke with, they, they seem really nice and, you know, all this stuff. Well, of course they do. Of course they seem nice. They're trying to make a sale, <laughs> right? So the question is, who do they work for? Do they work for you or do they work for a very short list of providers that pay them kickbacks for their leads so how do you determine that well do you pay them for their services directly if you did they work for you if you didn't pay them for their services and their assistance and that service was free f-r-e-e free then guess what this is really simple they don't work for you Right? It, it's, it could not be more black and white. It could not be more straightforward. They work for anyone that will, that's willing to contact them or contract with them and pay to play. That, that's it. That's it. They don't represent the entire marketplace. They don't represent uh, uh, places that aren't willing to pay them their outrageous referral fees, their kickbacks. They, they just they just don't. So is the place they recommended the best place for them, giving them the highest commission or referral fee or kickback? Or is it is, is it the best place for your family, your loved one? And with them, frankly, you, you'll just never know. It may work out. It may not work out. But a few weeks back, I shared all of these customer complaints that backed up every single claim that I revealed and shared on the program. So if you really want to know if the service that you're talking to works like how I have described it multiple times on this program, look for one word, free, and just ask them, Mr. So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so, how do you get paid? Now, that used to make them squirm because they hated answering that question because they know it looks bad. They know it. But now all of these places have done some very serious training and they can look at, look at you with a straight face and they can make it sound so wonderful. Oh, we contract with so, so you know X number of communities all around the country and blah blah blah. Well, it doesn't matter if they contract with the place that is you know out of state. It matters if you choose the place in your local market that they have a contract with. If you choose that place, they get a kickback. They work for them, not for you. That's why it's free, <laughs> right? So just short and simple. That is why it's free. So if you ever have a question, does the place really work that way? Just look for the word free. 
And if and if free does not come up and you're not sure and that's kind of vague because they're doing that too as a sales technique, just ask them, how much does this service cost me? Oh, no worries, ma'am. No worries, sir. We're free. That's the point where now you know what you're working with, that now you know who you're working with. You know they're not working for you. You know they get kickbacks. They're completely biased. They're not objective in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. And now you know what you're working with. So enter at your own risk. I just wanted to cover that today. Okay, so earlier I mentioned families getting together and then having the discussions. And, you know, usually usually it's pretty clear that you need to make a move and move to a uh, maybe a senior care community or at least bring in home care, bring in some help. If you need to move to a, to a senior care community, what if it's not that clear? And sometimes it's it's really incredibly obvious, but sometimes the situation may be gray. So the most frequently asked question that I have answered, and and I've answered this probably thousands of times, and this is since the, the since two thousand and two. The most frequently asked question is Steve, when should we consider moving from home? to a senior care community. How do we know when is the right time to move? I mean, we don't we don't want to move too soon. We really kind of want to live independently as long as possible and, and of course and I and I think you should as long as it's safe and et cetera, et cetera. We don't want to wait until mom or dad or my spouse, my loved one falls and has an accident. Now we have a crisis. We don't want to be in a reactive mode. We just want to move when the time is right. So how in the world are we supposed to figure out when is the right time to move from your home to a senior care community? Again, that's the most frequently asked question that I've had over the last 18 years. And coming up, I am going to answer that question and I'll provide some examples. And some of these examples may pertain to you. So don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so we're back to the most frequently asked question that I've that I've had since uh, since the beginning, since starting Senior Care Consulting way back in 2002, and that is, when is the right time to move? When should we consider moving from home? to a senior care community. And again, you know, a lot of times I, I think it's pretty obvious. It, in fact, it's really obvious. If it's that obvious, you've waited too long, frankly, <laughs> right? Because now we have a situation or a crisis or uh, an injury situation, something like that. Uh, so 
If it's gray, I think the following things should trigger that conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. So number one, and this is top of the list, is some sort of a safety concern when it's no longer safe to live at home. And that is, you know, falling victim to financial abuse. So the lady that I'd mentioned earlier handed the cup to her mother and asked for a cup of sugar and her mom looked at the cup. She found out uh, that was a very uh, revealing Thanksgiving visit with her mom. She found out that she wrote a check for some uh, uh, for some. I won't swear on the on the program, but some real neat fella uh, took advantage of her saying that she needed her roof repaired and uh, we need $1,500 to get uh, the materials and we'll be right back with our crew to fix yours, uh, your roof and all the other roofs in the area because there was a storm just a few days before that. And of course, she wrote him the check and never saw him again. So uh, I just, I don't understand that, um, how people could do that but i guess that's for another show but uh, so, so falling victim to financial abuse i mean that's that is a safety issue uh, one of the most common ones is leaving a stovetop burner on um, i have heard countless times about near misses where, where you know, someone left a stovetop burner on and started to burn something they caught it just in the nick of time that's an easy one to fix though you can turn off the electricity to the going to the the range or you can turn off the gas and just uh, make it inoperable so uh, but but that, that it's a major safety issue and sometimes you just don't think about that until it's a problem so uh, stovetop burners that is a major safety issue wandering away from the home and not able to find your way back and that leads to a lot of uh, what we've all heard of uh, the silver alert and so every time I'm on social media and I see a silver alert uh, showing the picture of the person who's missing, and then they talk about, you know, they left the area of, you know, Lee Summit or Overland Park or wherever it is, and they were on foot or they were in their car, they need their medicine, they have dementia, they'll explain the situation, but, you know, wandering away and not being able to find your way back home. That is a very serious issue, major safety issue. Uh, some that may not be quite as obvious, not taking your medications properly, not taking them at all, or maybe taking two doses instead of the one dose. Uh, the, medication management is a major, major issue. And as, as we get older and become maybe a little more dependent on our medicine, for blood pressure issues and cholesterol and all sorts of things, uh, it becomes more critical and more important to take them properly and in a timely manner. Uh, and then maybe some of the more obvious ones, injured at home, frequent falls, multiple hospitalizations over a short period of time. So all of those things should trigger the conversation when it's no longer safe to live at home. That is number one. All right, then we have number two, and I would call this a very close number two. I might even call it a 1A. And this one's huge. When the caregiver's health begins to decline, now you have two people declining. You can't let that go on very long. We're talking about your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and of course, your physical health. Now, this is where I'm going to vent a little bit. I ought to have a maybe a new segment called Steve's Peeves or <laughs> something like that, but this is a real serious issue. I can't tell you how many times I've seen someone who's just really struggling, and usually 
I'll see a, a, an elderly spouse really struggling to provide the care for their elderly spouse. And then I'll see the family come in and weigh in. No, 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 you can't, you can't send them to an assisted living or you can't send dad to a nursing home, et cetera, et cetera. Well, why is it, and, and this just must be Murphy's Law, why is it that some of the loudest voices in that conversation are from the people who are the least involved? Why is that? They think they know best, but they're not in the trenches. They're not up and down all night. They're not lifting to where you can just barely lift a person. They're not having to crawl into the shower with your loved one to help them get showered. They're not having to do all the meals and the feeding. They're not having to deal with incontinence and helping your spouse on and off the toilet and helping change their depends. They're not doing all of that. They don't have three hours to sleep per night, three hours of broken sleep per night. They're not there. I don't know why that is. I would, I, I would, uh, I would counsel you to stand up and say, if someone says, well, you you shouldn't bring in home care or you shouldn't be considering assisted living or long-term care, stand up for yourself and say, okay, well, we can stay home if you're willing to move back from Texas or move back from wherever you're at, live here, and then you can help provide the care and give me a break. And together we can get this done. But if you're not willing to do that, then I'm sorry, but I'm going to do what I need to do. And look, folks, stress is a really, really powerful force. I cannot tell you how many times I have seen the caregiver pass away prior to the person that they're caring for because of stress, this crushing stress and not getting any help. You just can't have it. You cannot have it. So that's number two, or maybe a 1A, when the caregiver's health begins to decline. Number three, if you're bringing in outside services such as home care, maybe you're having someone you know, mow the lawn, you know, clean your house, and all these sort of things. I'm a huge, huge fan of home care services. You know I am. I've talked about this for the last seven and a half years. Uh, but if the, if the demand rises to that 24-hour level of care, uh, it could just be cost prohibitive at some point, and that may trigger that conversation. And last but not least, when the care that you provide is just not enough, why not consider changing your role from the caregiver, that hands-on caregiver, to the care manager? Meaning, let's together, let's go out, let's find a place that can provide great care 24 hours a day, and then they can deal with all of the stressful caregiving situations and needs, and then you can, your role will revert more back to the loving spouse, the loving son, loving daughter, in my case, the loving grandson, and and manage their care and make sure that your loved one is getting everything that they need to get. And at that point, you are made whole again, they're getting 24-hour care, and, uh, and, and you can move forward. 
So those are the things uh, that should trigger that conversation of considering moving from home to a senior care community. If you have any questions about this or you need help, professional help through senior care consulting, you could always reach out and give us a call at 913-945-2800 and we can help you proactively uh, or, or currently if you have to do something right now. We can, bottom line, we can help you find the right place and the best fit even during this high demand during the season of COVID. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here for Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.